if they had kept that in their IRA, their tax bill would have been $20,000 because they had like 90% leverage. It's a huge problem. And so instead of paying that 20,000, they got to keep 58 instead of ending up with 38. This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today, we have Damien Lupo. Damien is the best-selling author and founder of the EQRP. The EQRP is a fascinating tool for investing in your retirement account because with a self-directed IRA, you'll still need to pay taxes if you use leverage to purchase the asset. But with an EQRP, you get full control of your checkbook and you don't need to pay taxes on the gains of an asset, even if you use leverage to buy it. If you enjoy this episode, subscribe to the show and leave a review. We release episodes every Wednesday and Sunday and release the show notes on our site, everythingrei.com. Enjoy. Go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know who you are and how you got into real estate. Uh, hey, Sean, I'm, I'm Damian Lupo. I got involved in real estate because uh, 20 some odd years ago, I thought there's no money in insurance and I was on a path to making a million bucks a year. And I thought a million bucks a year seems terrible. I want to make a million bucks a month. And so I went to a seminar and thought, hey, this is how to do it. I'm going to be the next Donald Trump. Now, this is before he was the president. So just understand, you know, nobody get pissed off because I said that. It's it's just that he was that guy that did all the real estate in New York. So that's what I did. I basically modeled some people that had done stuff and, and started doing what they had done. Awesome. You know, actually, I want to hear a bit more about your story because I actually read your book and it said you made a lot. And of course, you know, you had the downfall during the crash. But now it seems like you went back up. So you want to go through that really quickly? Yeah. So I, I went and did what everybody else did that was successful. I didn't do what people did or that they said they did. So basically I went to seminars, did a lot of stuff, bought a lot of houses, had 150 houses, was building apartments and condos and, and it made a ton of money. And so I went from zero to $20 million in assets, had about a $5 million net worth and uh, a lot, I, I don't remember, 20, 30,000 a month in cash flow. And because I made so much money so fast in my 20s, of course, I had to get a Ferrari and all the other accoutrements that you get when you're stupid and young with a lot of money. And so I did that and I stopped listening to mentors and thought I was the smartest guy in the room. And in 2006, seven, did a bunch of big projects that were supposed to make me about a million bucks each within 12 months. All the projects were negative a million. And so my net worth went from positive five to negative five. And that's when I went, okay, timeout box, you know, reset and had to start over because my, my net worth went away. Like it was, it was a true redo at that moment. And then what did you do after that? Well, for a while I did the, the thing that everybody normally does is I just denied it happened. I just pretended it, it no, that's everything's fine. So I kept driving my Ferrari until I realized, wait a second, I'm, I'm burning $75,000 a month and I have no income and like I have no assets left. And it, that quickly ends when you're burning a million dollars a year on lifestyle, you run out of assets quickly. And, and so once the, all the assets were gone, then I didn't really know who I was because my self-worth and net worth were so tied together. And at that point, I had to ask some different questions. So I, I did the smart thing, which is I went and got help and had a guy I worked with for a couple of years. And we asked a question. The question was, what is true? We asked that question for almost two years. And what was true was that there was something beyond the net worth that I was here for more than just a bigger pile of cash and another Ferrari that Will Smith drove in Bad Boys or whatever. And and so the question was, what am I supposed to be doing? And that really came to light the 
about a month and a half before my dad died, when he looked at me and he said, I've got, you know, there, my, my life was interesting, but there were just so many things that I wanted to do. And I realized there, there's a regret piece if we don't go after something deeply meaningful and purpose-based. And my purpose, when he said that to me, I realized, okay, what is it? And, I, and what I realized is it was, it was teaching. And so now my teaching is to free people from financial bondage. It's to break the financial shackles that we've put on ourselves, oftentimes with belief systems around money that we're taught from our friends, our family from birth. And so it's, it's a different focus now. It's, it's not creating a billion dollars. It's creating a billion impacts and freeing a million people from that financial bondage that keeps us trapped. Yeah, that's awesome. And so the reason why I brought you on the show today is because I actually heard you on Michael Blanc's podcast, an amazing podcast, by the way. And you were talking about something so interesting, something I've never heard of on any other book or podcast before. And that is the EQRP. So go ahead and let us know what is the EQRP and how is that better than some of the other methods that are out there? Well, I always say that there's a million methods and it's not really whether something is good or bad. It's just whether it truly is better and it's better based on somebody specifically, uh, their, their situation. So the EQRP is the Enhanced Qualified Retirement Plan. Uh, we, we created this by putting things together that make sense in the real estate investment space for retirement money. And so QRP is a broad term, just so that we're clear, because I had somebody bring this up recently and they said, did you just make up that term? And I said, no, the IRS did. And they said, oh, and they, they stopped you know, drilling me at a live event. And I said, but what we did do is we created the EQRP. And effectively what this is, it's a type of retirement plan that's under the 401 section. Whereas most people, if they're doing real estate, they're doing self-directed IRAs. And that's under the 408 section. Here's the big problem. And this is something that Michael and I talked about and, and you brought up uh, before we started the, the show. And that is that if you're investing your IRA money in real estate and there's leverage, which means debt, you're subject to a tax called UBIT, Unrelated Business Income Tax. And that happens because of the leverage. So there's something called UDFI, Unrelated Debt Financed Income. That means you're making money from something, you're making income from something that's debt financed. So bottom line is an IRA gets taxed if you use your IRA money and leverage to buy real estate or if you're a part of a deal. So you say, well, that's that's terrible, especially if you own real estate with an IRA right now. You're thinking, oh, man, this is really bad. The good news is it's, it can all be fixed. So either you can move money from an IRA into an EQRP or if you've got assets, this is the thing that, that's so cool. I had a, uh, a client that came to us and said, hey, I just saw your presentation and we flipped a house. Now, I know it wasn't in, this, in, the, in the Bay Area where you, you make a quarter million dollars per flip, which is a crazy thing to me. But anyway, it was they made about 100000 bucks, and their net was about 58000 And that was what their IRA was going to make. And they said, we're closing on this. But now we got to pay this tax. And I said, well, maybe not. And they said, how? And I said, well, we just move. It's called an in-kind rollover. We move the asset from the IRA into an EQRP. And then when you close you don't have an IRA making money off of leverage. What you have is a qualified plan that's exempt from this particular tax. And so you can you imagine I'm, I was like their best friend and got the Christmas cards and everything that, that year. How does that work though? What What's the difference between using an EQRP versus an IRA? It's retirement plans. It's, it's, yeah, so they are all retirement plans. And it's, it's kind of like uh, if you look at a Ferrari and a, and a Ford Taurus, they're both cars. So we can say, well, what's the difference? What's well, all the underpinnings? It's all the stuff under the hood. And they're governed by different things. 
there, you know, there is a governor probably in a Taurus that will only allow you to go how, however fast. And with, with, a, with a Lamborghini or a Ferrari, you can basically go as fast as you want. And the, the reason I bring that up is because with an EQRP, it's governed under Section 401. And 401 of the tax code exempts UBIT from any type of leveraged real estate. Section 408, where IRAs are, what, what, that governs them. They're subject to UBIT from leverage. So it's just how the tax code is written. One is subject to the tax and the other one's exempt. We don't really know why, but it just is what it is. So we say 401, does that have anything to do with like 401k? Yeah, 401ks are, it's the part of the tax code. When, when you hear 401k, it's it's literally 401k. That's the area of the tax code. 401 is the overall section for qualified plans. And it's it's where you're going to see the exemption for leveraged real estate um, inside one of these plans. So technically, if an employer had, I guess, an investment opportunity and it's under a 401k, someone could invest in it and they wouldn't be subject to UBIT either. Yeah, that's right. And so any any 401k could modify its plan and allow people to do real estate investments. The problem is 401ks that are governed that have that companies have are not going to want to have all their employees investing in real estate because it would be utter chaos. So the I mean it's just true. They, that's why you're stuck with with equities, stocks and bonds because they can be governed and they can be feed. And that's that's the that that's the reason most people have never heard of this. Uh, the the difference here is that this is set up for you to do exactly that. It's the plan is built so that you can go out there and have a checkbook and invest in five seconds, super fast, super easy, and you don't have any transaction fees. So it's it's a lot better option for anybody that's doing real estate. So how much does it cost to set up a EQRP? So it, it varies depending on whether you have employees or you don't have employees, and it depends on it, the, the complexity. So it ranges from about 1500 to about 5000 It really depends on the complexity. And then there's an annual, and both of those are flat. And so here's the big difference. When, when we're looking at most financial institutions that set up plans or manage money, they are charging something called AUM, assets under management. It's a percentage. It's one or 2% of your assets. Sometimes it's lower. But basically, they just keep making fees. The, the more successful you are, the more they charge you, even if they haven't done anything. And I frankly think that that's a criminal model that they're getting paid more. I mean, the system is set up for Wall Street to make a ton of money on your back. So this is set up so that you pay a fee for support and compliance, and it's flat. We do the same work. We charge you the same amount. It doesn't matter if you have a million or 100 million or 100,000. It's all the same. Who is the EQRP for? Is it for like a, a typical person who works a day job and has a retirement account and wants to invest some of that retirement account into someone's deal? Or is it for someone that does like their own businesses? So it's, it's set up for anybody that's, that, is, that has a business. And so one of the things people say is, well, I'm a W-2 and I don't have a business. Well, if you've heard Jay-Z recently and you heard what he said, man, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. You know, like he, everybody's a business. You're a business. I'm a business. Whether we have an LLC, a corp or, or something formal, we're all a business. So if you go out and consult, if you sell something on eBay, if you have a lemonade stand in your front yard, you're in business. So it doesn't matter what it is. It's made for somebody that wants to do something other than stocks and bonds. That's really what this is for. If, if you want to do real estate or you want to buy a physical gold or you want to invest in chocolate farms in Panama, it's really up to you. Uh, 
if, if it's it's a question of what are you going to do with it? It's not a question of whether you can qualify. If you've got employees or no employees, or you work as a W-2, or you're a freelancer, it doesn't make any difference. This thing it works for everybody. That's one of the differences. It's a huge difference that this plan is adaptable to anybody. Anybody that wants to use it for the right things is is eligible. We just make sure that they have the business piece built into it. And you're saying like a case study is someone wants to flip houses. If you try to flip with your like self-directed IRA and let's say you get a hard money loan, 90% leverage, now you have to pay tax on 90% of your profit. That's that, it. That, that, okay. that, that's the best way to describe it. Somebody says, well, how does the formula work? What you just said is what they should listen to. And But if I use the EQRP instead, suddenly I don't have to pay taxes on any of it. No. In, in, in fact, that the case that I was giving where they made $58,000, if they had kept that in their IRA, their tax bill would have been $20,000 because they had like 90% leverage. So it's it's a huge problem. And so instead of paying that 20,000, they got to keep the whole 20, they got to keep 58 instead of ending up with 38. So you can have all the leverage. You could have 99% leverage. Just imagine that. You know, you find a great deal and the owner's going to finance something and you buy a house for 100,000, you you give them a $1,000 down and then you sell the house for 150, you turn 1,000 into 50,000. So that's pretty great unless you it's in an IRA and you're and you're losing out. You're going to write a check for ten or twelve thousand dollars. And the whole point of investing in IRA in the first place is because you don't want to pay those taxes. And like I feel like in most podcasts or discussions around the board, for especially for passive investing like syndications, they say, "Hey, open up a self-directed IRA account, and that way you don't have to pay taxes on your profit." But that's totally not right. It, it's not right. The IRAs are are really, they're promoted because the fees involved. And it's, I mean, sometimes you're stuck with an IRA. Like if you inherit an IRA, you can't change it. If you, if you have a Roth IRA, you can't change it. It's stuck as in the IRA system. But the, the reason that they're promoted so much is because there's actually more money in IRAs than there is in 401ks. There's 7 trillion versus 5 trillion. And it's because the fees Custodians charge transaction fees, assets under management fees. They charge the average is two to four thousand dollars a year. So when you you have an EQRP, it's it's a tenth of that. It's literally ten times more in an IRA, which is crazy. But that's why we hear about them. And so the alternative is you do something where you're in control of it, and custodians don't necessarily like that because they don't make fees off of it. So it's it's just a it's a better it's a better plan for anybody that's going to do something where they're taking control of their money. So in this case, you're actually given the checkbook and you can write checks yourself without having to have a custodian write for you. you. You get the checkbook and you get to choose whether it's going to be deferred money or Roth money or both. So you have this, all these options inside of this. And if like if a lot of times people would like to use a Roth, Roth is, just means that your money goes in after tax and then you never pay tax again. So maybe you, you have $50,000 that goes in. And now it's going to grow forever, never being taxed. And when you pull it out, no, no tax. With IRAs, there are limits. If you make too much income, you can't literally do an, a Roth. With an EQRP, you can do it at any income level. There's no limits. You can contribute at any income level. Like There's literally so many cool things about this and no restrictions that, that the IRA doesn't even make any sense when you start comparing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you say, it's like a 401. It's under the 401 code, so same as a 401k. So I'm assuming it's like... 19,000 uh, contribution limit, or I read in your book, there's another kind of limit, 52,000. Is that right? So the total limit right now, if you're under age 50, is $56,000 per person. And so if you have a couple in a house, it's 112,000. If you're over age 50, it's over 120,000 for a couple. So it's so an IRA this year is 6,000. 
an EQRP under that 401 section is over 50,000. We're talking 10 times difference. And so you just think about it. What are you going to do with $6,000 in an IRA? Nothing. Yeah. Like you're going to end up being old and broke. It's, it's going to suck. The EQRP gives you options to get a lot of money in. And when you think about the options of putting money in 50,000 a year and then looking at the Roth. So you, I mean, you could, you could put in a half a million dollars over a decade and it could all be tax-free growing and then taken out tax-free, you're talking about the ability to have a very wealthy retirement and potentially a very wealthy life in general. So how, how complicated is it to set up an account? Well, it, it, it takes somebody that actually has a plan built. And so for us to do it, it takes us a couple of days to do it. And once we build it, somebody gets to run it out of their checkbook. And we, we take care of compliance. So is it complicated? Not for the person that's using it. It's, it's really very straightforward because you've got a team. I mean, a big part of what we do is become part of somebody's team. We don't just hand them a binder and say, good luck, hope it works out. Like that's a terrible plan. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people are out there saying, hey, we've got this really easy app and you can do these things. You don't want to have an app for a qualified plan. You want to have a team that's, that's part of your compliance and, and keeping you in line so that you can do it right. Because if you mess it up, their penalties are pretty severe. When you have a team, you're not going to mess it up because your team's going to make sure you don't. Right, because if you mess up anything for retirement account related stuff, you lose your whole account, right? <laughs> you could have penalties that, that can literally be the entire account. I mean, it, it's pretty bad. And so we just make sure you don't do that. And that's the value in a team. People say, what's my first step? My fir The first step in investing is get a great team. Because if you don't have a team, you will mess things up because you don't know what you don't know. You don't even know what, know what questions to ask. Exactly. And when it comes to investing in like disqualified things, since there's no custodian, who is kind of like that barrier to, I guess, not investing in the wrong thing? Well, it, you, your question earlier, like who's who's this for? It's not for the person that's reckless or that's scheming. It's it's for somebody that says, okay, I understand there are rules. And when I don't know the answer or when I'm going to do a deal, I'm going to call the people on my team. And so you can get in trouble for doing disqualified transactions. Like if you go buy a property that you're going to go spend the summers at, that's a disqualified transaction. If you do a deal with your, your kid or your parents, those are disqualified. So when you do a deal, here's what happens. Our clients call us and they say, here's my deal. Am I in compliance? And we say yes or no. And if no, we can fix it and make sure that they are in compliance. But the, the truth is you're not going to know what you don't know because this area of the tax code is incredibly complex. So it's, it's like saying, I know enough lawyering because I Googled it. And so I can defend myself in a lawsuit or give me a break. Like you, you get an attorney, you get people that are specialized and they become part of your team. That's the first step in any investor or business person's life. Yep. So we've heard a lot of good things about the EQRP. What are the cons, especially compared to self-directed IRA? Well, the con is that it's sometimes people are so nervous about not having, uh, about having control that it's just, it, it's going to keep them up at night because we're, we're trained to be too stupid to run our own money. We're, we're, we were trained and told, look, it's too complex. Give us your money and we'll manage it for you. And a lot of times people have a big pile of money in their retirement account and they're so not used to actually taking responsibility that it freaks them out. And so the con is you're in charge. You're going to be the trustee and you're the administrator. There's nobody that's telling you what you can and can't do. So it's not for the person that's either going to be reckless or is so uncertain that they're going to be up all night. I mean, that's that's truly what why you would not do that. Because otherwise, why would you pay a custodian just to babysit your money? I mean, that's crazy to me. I think a, a reason why a lot of people in real estate are learning more about self-directed IRAs isn't really for themselves. 
but it's more for raising funds from other people, from their retirement accounts. This is this is one of the biggest things that we're seeing. Anybody that's doing real estate is you run out of money. You do a deal and you run out of money or you don't have enough money. I mean, there for, for you to get a, a, a four walls and maybe a garage is a million bucks. And it, so it doesn't matter whether you're in the Bay Area or you're somewhere else, you're going to run out of your own money in real estate. The EQRP is the tool to use when you're going out to people that you want to raise money from that are going to be your partners, your investors. And you're able to share with them this tool where they can invest in your deals and they're not going to get hammered. If you say, hey, go invest in my, you know, in, I want you to invest in my deal and you can use your self-directed IRA. You as the person that's putting the deal together is going to get sued by somebody because they're going to be so pissed off that they paid UBIT tax. So this is a way for you to raise all the money in the world, give people options to invest in your thing. And they're happy because they're not getting killed with 37% taxes. So as a strategy that you've seen people do is they go to like a group of investors and they kind of educate them on what the EQRP is, help them create accounts and then use those funds to, to fund their deals. Yeah. Usually what happens is because this is such a specialized area, people that are wanting to do deals will leverage us and we'll become a part of that team. So we're helping to educate. So we'll do webinars with people. Sometimes we'll actually, I did a live event in Washington DC for a meetup group an investor meetup group last week. And we, we were there and there were about 30 people and, and we educated them. And it's, it's, so we become a part of people's team and it, it gives them a lot of authority and value. And they're bringing people in that, I mean, I wrote the book on the QRP. And so for me to be able to share that with investors groups, it gives them a lot of value to share with other people. And it makes their, their deal a lot easier when you've got unlimited money. By the way, there's $25 trillion sitting there. It, you're not going to run out of that money. So all the money in the world that you ever need for your deals is inside the retirement accounts. And this is the tool to be able to give that to people. And you've got you've got a team that's willing to and loves engaging people because it helps us break more shackles the more that we can help your people. Yep. And by the way, shout out to your book because that book is amazing. Uh, I got it from your website and it's like a comprehensive retirement account book. It's not just about the QRP. So anyone that's interested in it, definitely go on the website and check it out. Do you want to give a quick shout out to your website where they can find that book? Yeah, to get the book, go to theqrpbook.com. And if you're on your mobile phone right now, the easiest way for you to engage is send a text message to the phone number 72000 and type the word QRP. So QRP to 72000, and it will literally get you the, the cliff notes of the book. And then if you want the physical book, we'll send it out to you. And it's on me. I mean, I'm going to send it out to you, no charge, because my job is to educate and empower you. And so I'm not going to put any boundaries or barriers to that. If you want to learn about this, it's my gift. Just do that. Yeah, it's super well written and very easy to read too. I actually tried writing the same book a couple years ago as an ebook. 15 pages took me many, many, many hours, and it's... It does not do your book justice at all. So yeah, props to you on writing that book. I, I appreciate it. It took two years. So it's it, it takes a lot of time to make something simple and and actually use, useful and understandable. And so I, that's, I appreciate you saying that and people will find the same thing. It's, it's, it's readable. It's not a Harry Potter novel. It's actually technical information, but it's not going to make your eyes go crossed. No, you can actually read it. Yeah, that's right. So that's all the questions I had about the EQRP. Is there anything that was missing that we didn't discuss? Well, one of the, some of the fun stuff that people can do with this, I mean, that's really cool. Like a lot of our clients like to take some of their money and buy physical gold. You can physically buy gold and take possession of it, which you cannot do with an IRA, self-directed IRA. So that's a cool thing. I happen to be a big fan of gold. And so if you are, you can do that. You can buy cryptocurrency. And one of the neat 
things that is also unique to it and, and not available with an IRA, you can borrow up to $50,000 out of your funds anytime you want. So it's 50,000 or 50% of your, your uh, assets. And that gives you a line of credit for anything you wanted to do, which is really powerful and useful uh, when you actually need cash and you don't have access to it. So it's, it's a, again, something that's not available in an IRA and a very, very useful tool when you need cash and you need it now. You don't have to go to apply and beg a bank to give you some money. You just write yourself a check. Yeah, super interesting. Do you want to go more into this whole line of credit thing? Because there are often times when you just need a couple thousand dollars and sometimes you might have it in the bank and you don't want to open up, you don't want to like refi out of your property. So like what are the terms for this $50,000? So you, you write the, you write the check and you've got five years to pay it back and it's basically an amortized loan. So that basically means equal payments over five years and you can pay it monthly or quarterly uh, at the, at least quarterly. And you just, you pay it back and you're paying it back to your plan. So you're not paying interest to somebody else. You're not, there's no fees involved. You literally just pay it back. And then now your account has that money plus a little bit of interest that you paid. So you just get to put more money into your plan. And you, generally it's prime plus one, which right now is about 6% in 2019. And so it's it's a very, very easy way, very affordable way to give yourself money. If you wanted to go look at, you wanted to go do a deal and you needed earnest money, this is a great way to do it. You know, like have your plan, go and, and put the earnest money down, writing a check. If that was something that you wanted to do, because you're able to loan yourself money, meaning your plan doesn't necessarily have to buy the property. You could just say, hey, I want to go tie a property up. And and so I'm going to loan myself out of my plan, 10,000 bucks. Or here's a, here's a really good idea. If you're, if you are looking at a property and you want to make a statement, have a 40 or $50,000 earnest money check. People pay attention to big earnest money checks. Well, if you're if you're loaning that of your plan to yourself, it's it's really easy and it's going to cost you very very little for that actual interest for a month or two or however long you need it. So, very powerful way to to use that that fifty thousand dollars for things that you probably had never thought you could actually use it for. And to clarify on this, this is not you putting the earnest money deposit for your plan to purchase the property to flip it. It's like if I wanted to do it on my own personal account. You know, retirement account aside, this is where I'm going to get some extra funds that I didn't know existed. Yeah. So in, it's a, forget about your, your retirement plan, actually buying a property for a second. Just what you said, if, if you said, I want to go buy a property myself, like personally, or my LLC or whatever, you just, you wanted to go buy something, your, your plan can loan you up to 50,000 bucks. You've got that in your personal checking account. And then now you can go out there and write a big old earnest money check and make somebody pay attention. Cause that actually does make people focus when they see big dollars. Yeah, that's actually pretty amazing. And you just write it yourself. You don't need to get anyone's approval or anything like that. No approval. And I'll give you another one that's really cool. If you've got kids and you're you 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 know kids have ex kids are expensive. They cost a lot of money. Well, usually you're spending money on kids that is after tax. You make money, then you then you pay taxes, and then you spend money on the kids. Well, one thing you can do is the tax code was changed in 2017, and it was really good for real estate investors, and it also changed the tax brackets. So up to $12,000 in income is zero taxes. So if you've got kids, you can pay your kids up to $12,000 out of your business, whatever you're doing, and it's a deduction for the business. So there's you know, tax, it's a deduction, and then the kids make that 12000 bucks. And there's no taxes. So you literally took $12,000 out of your taxable, your family taxable income. One of the cool things is your kids could take that 12000 and put that into a qualified plan. It could be into a Roth account. Basically, it's a way to get $12,000 
into your kids' accounts so that you take it out of the taxable income and potentially put it in an investment account, in a Roth account, and it can grow. And if you're saying, well, I'm, I want to do that, but I'm, maybe I want to save for my kids' college, that's cool. All the contributions you make into the Roth account, you can pull all those out at any point tax-free and penalty-free. So put $12,000 in for 10 or 15 years. Hey, you've got $100,000, $150,000 you can pull out, use for college, and all the growth continues growing the rest of their lives tax-free. So it's a really cool strategy that you can use just because the tax code changed. Yeah. And by the way, are you guys the only ones doing this QRP strategy? So there's a lot of companies that set up qualified plans. We own the eQRP. It's our registered trademarked process, and it's what we build. So it's unique. There is nobody else that can or does use it. Sometimes people try to rip it off, but the reality is it's, it's a unique process that we've built. And how did you guys decide to figure this out? So what, what happens in real estate and business, if you're, if you're smart, you're looking for problems. You're looking for problems that aren't solved. You're looking for pain. And what we saw was a lot of people had parts of the puzzle, but they didn't have the whole puzzle. And we said, okay, well, there's got to be a way to do this where we, we use the tax code and we, we set things up that protect for liability from lawsuits and also give people control, plus allow people to invest if they've got in, in real estate, even if they have employees. So we basically took all the problems that we saw in the marketplace and spent a few years building something that would solve that problem. And I, to me, that's innovation, finding problems and solving them, not just repackaging something and calling it a different name. You're literally solving a problem. And that's what we did. As far as like forced withdrawals after you reach a certain age, um, is that the same as an IRA? It's called an RMD, a required minimum distribution. And those are, they're different between, uh, between qualified plans like 401ks and EQRP and IRAs. With the IRA, the only thing that doesn't trip up a forced distribution is a Roth IRA. And that just keeps going. With a qualified plan, you are forced to do a distribution at 70 and a half based on your life expectancy and there's a portion, or you can just convert it to a Roth IRA when you hit 70 and basically there's no required minimum distribution. That's today's laws though. And we, we are seeing an overhaul in Congress with the 401ks and with qualified plans. So you never really know what's going to be there year to year. They, they Right now, the big push is, is insurance companies are wanting to put annuities into 401ks. So that's the change. Raising the minimum or the uh, the age from 70 and a half to 72 is another part of it. But that's they're very similar. It's basically 59 and a half is when you can start pulling money out generally without any penalty. And then 70 and a half is when you're going to start just taking distributions unless you convert everything to a Roth IRA at that point. Even if it's a Roth 401k or Roth uh, QRP, you still have to distribute it? Yeah, the, the, the qualified plans have a, a tripwire at 70 and a half for deferred or Roth. You, you have to start taking it out if you're going to keep it inside the qualified plan. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And I know for, I think, Roth IRAs, you need to have the account for over five years or something to be able to pull out your principal. Is there such a law for the QRP? Yeah, the five-year rule is the same for both for all retirement accounts. And so if you're thinking about this strategy, one of the things I suggest is get get an account set up for with a, a Roth account sooner than later, even if you put $100 in it, because it starts the clock. It starts the clock January 1st of the year that you make the, the put the contribution in. So you want to start that clock because if you're, you know, if you're 55 years old, that's, this is good. At, by 60, you're able to pull that money out if you waited until you're 60 and then converted the money. So you, one thing you can do is you can convert deferred money into Roth. If you had an IRA with a bunch of deferred money, you could move it over into an EQRP and then convert to Roth. It starts that five-year clock. 
So this is something where you just want to get it done sooner than later. Even if you converted five bucks, you want to start that clock. So if I have an account already, let's say at like Vanguard or Fidelity, uh, that's a Roth, and then open one with you guys, you know, three years later, does that three years count or is it like account specific? It depends on the money, the base of the money. And so it also depends on whether it's an IRA or a qualified plan. So there's there's nuances in it. and you can definitely get into the weeds on these things. But bottom line, if you've got your money in the Roth state for five years, you're, you're clean. If you don't, then you need to look at the circumstances around it. Okay. And that again, that's any Roth, right? Any Roth account. Yeah, the Roths are all the, there's always, always the five-year rule. Okay, cool. All right. So that's all the questions I have for you today. Do you have any last minute tips that you'd like to give our listeners? Yeah, I think the, the the thing that people ask me all the time is, what should I invest in? What should I do first? And my, my, my answer is always the same thing. Invest in yourself and educate yourself on the tools and be, and get around people that are going to support you with with the right mindset. Because if you're around the wrong people or the wrong information, sometimes people say, well, Google said this. And I say, really, what else did Google say? Because I can show you some stuff that make you cry and laugh at the same time. Because Google, it says everything. It depends on what you're looking for. If you want the truth, you go to the expert sources and they can document it. So that's what this is all about. This is about the expert source and it's documented. So the qrpbook.com is going to give you the real tool, not Google's version of whatever people have thrown onto blogs that oftentimes is not right. So get, get the information and then make your own decisions and you'll be able to figure out what's right for you. Yeah. And how can people get in contact with you? So basically the best way to go is, is get a hold of the book. There's my, my phone numbers on the book and you can, you can connect with me directly that way. But I mean, really what I don't want people doing is contacting me without at least getting some of the resources, even the cliff notes, you're going to get the cliff notes when you order the book. And again, the book is free. I'm going to send a copy to you. The cliff notes give you some basis and then you can connect with me. So start there. I mean, I want to educate you first and then I want to talk to you, but I don't want to talk to you and then try to recite the entire book over the phone. I think that's a huge waste of everybody's time. So yeah, thanks a lot for your time. Again, thank you so much for educating us on the EQRP. This is definitely something that's not known, you know, and I think it should be known. More people should know about this thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the more people, the better, except for Wall Street. But I don't really care about Wall Street or, or protecting them. I want to protect and empower people because Wall Street has enough power and money. Main Street is where we need to shift the power and control. Absolutely. Well, Damien, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. Here are some of the key takeaways from this episode. The EQRP is a great tool for investing in your retirement account without worrying about paying for taxes because you use leverage. Educate yourself and visit Damien's site to get his free book about the EQRP. It's a very easy read, and you'll be a master of all things retirement accounts after reading it. You can find the show notes on our site, everythingrei.com. I hope you all learned a lot. Thanks, and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating. It'll take less than a second, and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at seanpanrealty at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-P-A-N-R-E-A-L-T-Y at gmail.com. Thanks, and have a great day.